prevenient grace. That's your Webster's word of the day. Actually, I have no idea what the word of the day is, but ours is prevenient grace. We're going to hear in a few minutes in our uh, prayer over the gifts. And what it means is preceding in time or order, like an antecedent. So grace that's coming before. I say that because, um, well, it's tied into our feast today. Somebody sent me a text message today, this woman in Phoenix. She's like, Father Matt, how come, like, Mary just had it so much easier that, um, that she... How is it that she doesn't have sin, like God gave her that grace, but doesn't give the rest of us grace? Like, how does that work? I said, well, here's how it works. Uh, so Jesus' redemption on the cross transcends time. That's also how we can receive the merits of it. And so outside of time, that God preserved Mary by a singular grace to be conceived and then later born without original sin. And she's not the only one. That Adam and Eve were also born without original sin, weren't they? So it's not beyond the realm of possibilities. But whereas Eve chose later to sin, and Adam chose to sin, that Mary, preserved from sin, chose not to sin. It's kind of like, I, you know, the example I like to give is if, if you, when I was a kid, there was times, there were times, I can be honest, public confession, that I lied to my mom. Um, but if you, if you said, Father Matt, call your mom right now and lie to her and tell her you're here and we're all going to go to California instead or something, I would say, I love you, but I'm not going to call and lie to my mom. Oh, you're afraid you're going to get in trouble? I was like, no, I love, I love my mom. Like, um, and, like, I'm not going to do anything. I can see how clearly that is to do wrong. Like, I'm not going to do that. I see so clearly, and I don't desire to do that. That Mary wasn't given, like, superhuman strength. She was given God's grace, God's divine life. The same thing given all of us in the sacraments. But just like that... That perspective that says, why would I want to do that? I don't want to do that. That Mary had that her whole life. Does that make sense? So hopefully you feel that way in some ways. Maybe there's other areas, there are other areas where we can feel very weak. But hopefully there's some areas at least where you can see like, oh, it's possible. I can rise up in virtue and grow and have no desire for sin there. And so this feast day is actually about what God has done in Mary. Sometimes non-Catholic Christians look at that and say, like, you guys are all about Mary. We're like, no, we're, we're about what God did for Mary. That God preserved her by grace. This has nothing to do with what Mary merited. It was a gift given, and then later, when she was alive, you know, when she grew and was older, she cooperated with that. But just to just give you a couple of scripture verses to recognize this, and then I'll give an application. Because sometimes non-Catholic Christians will say, where is this in Scripture? Well, there's two ways. That there's our readings today, 
In the, in the Genesis, when God is talking to the serpent, he says, I will put enmity between you and the woman, that, that, and between your offspring and hers, that there can be nothing that touches. And so if you're evil, that among her and her offspring, there could be nothing evil that can touch it. And so Mary, because Jesus received his full humanity from Mary, that God, that was a good moment. God could have done it a hundred different ways, probably more. But, he, but that's how he chose to do it. And it's fitting, we could say. It's fitting that God then preserved Mary as the new Eve, just like Eve had no sin, original sin. Mary, the new Eve, had no original sin. And then Jesus, therefore, had no sin touch him. There was enmity. Then you look at this. There's a, in the gospel, when the angel says, Hail Mary, full of grace, in Greek, you could translate it as Mary is graced. It's, uh, it's a past action that is continuing into the present. So you have been graced, and you are graced. You, you is great. You, no, you wouldn't say that. You say you are graced, right? And so it, God did... So, in, so the word immaculate conception is not in Scripture, but it, but it, it meshes with Scripture. We see it, that, that she, somehow she was graced even before this moment. She was graced by God, and then she said yes. Does that make sense? It wasn't like she said yes, and now came all this grace. Now the Holy Spirit came down now, but she had already been graced. And so God gave her all that she needed. He gave her the grace she needed. But St. Paul tells us today that God has given us everything we need also. It wasn't just Mary that was given the grace she needed. He says that he's blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavens. That sounds like a lot. Every spiritual blessing in the heavens. He, he's given us everything we could ever need. Now, I can make a list of other things that I would like. I went to Goodwill today to try to find a good Christmas sweater, and I couldn't find it. So I don't have every blessing I want. But maybe I have what I need. But, so, but God, God has also given you and I everything we need in the order of grace. And, and that's important to remember, and because God can work with his grace something beautiful, like in this image of Mary in heaven. Like that's, that's why we celebrate this. We celebrate what God has done as a strengthening for what he wants to do in you and I, you, you and my life. That he wants, by his grace, to raise us up to share in his glory. And he's given us what we need. So even though I feel very weak, and I'm sinful, and I need to go to confession, it's okay. The, uh, Saint Ignatius says in the rules of, of discernment of the first week, that even if I find myself in a place of desolation, where I feel no hope, where I feel like I have no faith, I feel like I'm stuck in sin, that Saint Ignatius directs his retreatants to remember that God still gives me the grace I need for salvation. That even though I feel deprived, depraved, and weak, God still gives me everything I need. I don't have it in my own strength, 
but his grace in me is enough. Yeah. But I want to share two stories about how this prevenient grace has already been given us and is at work in us. A few weeks back, I met with a, there was a student one time at Mass, and he grabbed me, he flagged me, he's like, I want to talk to you. And I was like, okay. And he said, um, after Mass we spoke, he said, I'm not Catholic, but I want to talk to you. I've got some questions. I was like, bring your questions. So we sat down, and we talked for like an hour, and, and we just hashed it out and stuff. I just, I just, just asked him a lot of questions, and we talked about things, and, and he, was, he was curious about the Catholic faith. And so I, I gave him uh, a little book. I, it's a youth catechism, a UCAT. I was like, Why don't you, if you want to know more, just read this. So, and then uh, he later reached out, and then we were going to talk, but then he messaged me. He goes, I actually have a lot of issues, and so I'm going to go check myself in for treatment, and I'll let you know when I'm out. I was like, oh, okay. Prayer just went up for you. Um, and so he, he called me a few weeks later, uh, which was this past week, and he said, I want to update you on what happened. And I was like, okay, tell me what happened. He says, uh, I was in treatment, and I was trying, there was actually this other Protestant minister, and I was trying to, conv- I was asking her, help me to find reasons against the Catholic Church. And, and he's sitting there, he's like, I was just wrestling with this. And, and I didn't have peace. And then, one moment, and then one day I realized, you would give me this book. And I'm like, I'm not reading his silly book. And then I said, okay, fine, I'll read Father Matt's book. So he read the book, uh, and then he's like, and all of a sudden it just clicked, Father. I was like, what? He said, what clicked? He said, I realized I'd been fighting what God was trying to do in my life, but when I just surrendered... It was like this flood of grace, and now I want to become Catholic. I was like, wow. So God knew you would hit like rock bottom. And he gave a, you and I, we had a conversation before that, and I gave you a book. And so you had already been given all this stuff that you were able to have when you hit that difficult moment, and that you cooperated with it, and God's doing something beautiful. But that's true not just for him, but it's true for all of us, that, that as we find ourselves in the situations that we're in now, God already knew that would happen, and he's already given us the grace and the gifts to get through it. Because I sit there and I look like, no, God, I need a few other things right now that you're not giving me. And God's like, no, I've given you every spiritual blessing. I've given you prevenient grace, everything you need now the grace for salvation, to get through even this. I spoke with a, a friend of the Newman Center this week, and recently she had a very difficult loss. She gave birth to her child, and the child only lived for a short time and then died. And she shared with me just her sadness, and she's like, I want to turn to Mary but what Mary, Mary experienced the birth of her child and she experienced the death of her child on the cross. She's like, but I experienced those in the same day. And she's like, it's just overwhelming. And she's like, but yet I feel God with me and God loving me. And when I was married a year ago, God already knew that this would happen and gave me all the grace that I would need. Isn't that crazy? 
And she recognized it, that God, on my wedding day, gave me all the grace I would need in my marriage. He knew the difficulties we would face. God knew this difficult day was going to happen a year ago, when we were so happy and all our friends were there and we were celebrating, that he was already preparing me then for this difficult moment, and he's still with me, inviting me to keep going so that I can be with my child one day in heaven. That you and I are able to see in Mary a witness of how God gives grace and then he invites us to participate in his plan that leads to glory.